and a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, farmers in some parts of the Saskatchewan Grain Belt are back on the combine after being delayed by several days of rain last week. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, mainly sunny skies, wind southeast 20, gusting to 40, the high 33, and a low of 14. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, wind northwest 30, the high for tomorrow, still 30, the low 10. Wednesday, a bit cooler, sunny with a high 23, the low 7. Thursday, sunny, the high 24, 30% chance of evening showers on Thursday, the low 12. Friday, showers day long, the high 18, the low 9. Saturday, sunny again with a high of 18, the low 5. Sunday, sunny, the high near 20. Normal high for this date, 18, the normal low is 3. The sun rose at 6.35 this morning, it sets at 7.12 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Moose Jaw at 30 degrees this hour. The cold spot up north Collins Bay at 14. Estevan is 26, Saskatoon 25, Swift Current 27, Weyburn 28, Yorkton 29. Regina partly cloudy in 28, that's 82 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the southeast at 28, gusting to 41. Humidity 46%, the barometer dropping 100.5. Sunny and Moose Jaw 30, winds are from the southeast at 31, gusting to 42. Once again, Regina, partly cloudy in 28, that's 82 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best, online at mcdougalauction.com. And brought to you by Edge Microactive, the new weapon against weed resistance. Visit gowancanada.com for more information. Some Saskatchewan farmers are back on the combine this week. That's after being delayed by rain for several days last week in much of the Saskatchewan Grain Belt. The regional crop specialist in the southeast at Weyburn, Sherry Roberts, says some farmers were in the field as early as Saturday. Amazingly, Jim, the combines were rolling over the weekend in the Glen Avon area. We had some guys out, they were going after their canary seed, and there was quite a few swathers out, and I noticed some swathers out uh, between my place and Momart also on on uh, Saturday, so it didn't delay them too far. Now are they running again today? Oh yes, they're out and about different areas. Of course, it will. It's once again dependent on where that rain fell because we had such a wide variety in the amounts that I hear there's guys south of Weyburn out and also some of them in the uh, Francis area I saw this morning out. So yeah, depending on where the rain fell. There's guys out and about. They they want to get things done and, and wrapped up. What are you hearing about yields so far? I'm hearing yields are pretty good down here in the southeast. Everyone that I've talked to is satisfied. Some are talking about above average yields. But, of course, now with the rain, I spoke with a representative from the Grain Commission last week, and she said they're starting to have some real concerns in regards to the falling numbers with some Durham, particularly they're seeing it at the, at the Cirrus over at North Portal. So I do believe quality is going to become a factor now that we had those basically week and a half to two weeks worth of rain down here in the southeast. How much degrading is the Durham? I don't want to say. All I know is they said that the falling numbers were really way, way, way off the scales of what they had been hoping. They said that they they figured at the very beginning that they were looking at number one and two, and then the falling numbers came in, and it, it's all over the board now. 
once again, depending on how the rain came and what stage the crop was at when the rain hit and, and how many of it got it off the field before it rained. Sounds like some of it may be feed wheat then. Probably, unfortunately, yes. Now the harvest is underway, when do you expect it to wrap up? Well, once again, that's going to depend. Mother Nature's talking about hitting us with some rain on Friday and Saturday again down here in the southeast. So that's going to put some guys to a halt. And of course, you know, since we have such a wide variety of crops down here in the southeast, a lot of the soybeans are still fairly green. They're just starting to turn yellow in the pot. So it's going to be at least a couple more weeks, you know, crossing our fingers and hoping we don't see that F word called frost. I would say some guys probably are not going to get wrapped up until I still say that second week in October, maybe, particularly now with this, uh, you know, having lost a week and a half here. Is frost still a threat to cause damage? Well, on some of the later later planted crops, you betcha. In that area up at Yellowgrass where they had to do replanting because of that, you know, early spring, that late spring frost that nailed guys with their canola. There's still some canola out there. There, You can still see some flowers in the field. So that could temporarily be a problem for them if frost hits. And, of course, the so- soybeans, you know, they're susceptible until uh, that membrane separates from the seed inside the pod. So there could possibly be some losses at this state. If a frost did come, they could probably lose 10 to 20% of their yield, but I'm not hearing that, you know, we're going to get cold yet. So let's cross our fingers and hope. So what would be the percentage of combining done so far in the Weyburn district? I think I heard from the crop report, they were talking around 20 some. I'm going to say in some areas, it's a whole lot higher than that. Say between Francis and Weyburn, for instance, over 50% of the fields have been harvested now. And you go south of town, of course, that's 50 to 75%. So once again, it's very much uh, area specific, but there are some areas where they certainly have gotten over 50% of the crop off by now. But some areas, what would be the low number? Oh, some areas, I guess I would say maybe 10, 15% over in some of the areas, but that's more over by yellow grass where they, you know, they put things got late because of that frost. Sherry Roberts is the regional crop specialist in Weyburn. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And by YAC Auctions, the first name you should think of in the auction business. Call 782-5999. A grain market analyst says wheat prices remain under pressure as Saskatchewan farmers prepare to resume harvest after last week's rainy weather. Neil Townsend with FarmLink Marketing Solutions says good wheat crops in Europe and the U.S. are pressuring markets this fall. Wheat is sort of under some pressure from uh, availability around the world, so to speak. Uh, the Russians, Ukrainians, European Union, they've all sort of harvested uh, crops that maybe were a little bit higher than expected, and they've been aggressive at the export side of things. In North America, I mean, uh, you know, obviously we had a U.S. had a high-volume uh, uh, harvest of hard red winter, so they're that sort of sitting there. And now we've moved into kind of harvesting the northern plains of the United States and Canada, spring wheat crops. Now, it, you know, there hasn't been smooth sailing on spring wheat harvest in Canada. I mean, I think there's a lot of concerns with the quality. Uh, we've got a lot of rain in a lot of parts of Canada, and, uh, you know, not all the crop is off. It's just really the early days of the harvest. And uh, so we're, you know, people are thinking there's going to be more number threes and maybe more seed feed. U.S. crop, I mean, the, the reports are a little bit uh, contradictory. Like, on the one hand, they're saying they've got good yields. On the other hand, they're saying that, you know, maybe the quality and the protein is not quite where it needs to be. Still getting itself sorted out. But overall, the wheat market remains, you know, uh, in a seasonal sort of trend where it's lower than, you know, it might trade for the rest of the year just because right now the world has the heaviest supply. 
So what prices are we looking at at the elevator in, say, southern Saskatchewan? Uh, you know, I think we're it's probably like fighting to get to six and, and uh, certainly in some cases below. Now, there's a few instances where a higher price might pop up because somebody wants to procure some number one or number two. But I think that, you know, generally speaking, the prices are six or lower and uh, the uh, grade spreads are sort of ill-defined because people just don't know what the quality of the crop's going to be and where all the grades are going to be. So some places have widened them, some places have narrowed them. But, you know, it's, it's all uh, sort of, you know, something to be decided, uh, to be determined in the future. Now, canola, what's the outlook there? Well, canola's had a couple of good days here based around, uh, you know, some favorable um, news flow from U.S.-China trade dispute. Uh, they're definitely talking uh, nice to each other. They're doing a little bit of a tit-for-tat uh, sort of positive moves. Uh, and they have some talks scheduled here in October. And, you know, one of the things with that is that uh, China kind of removes some... Um, barriers to entry for soybeans and maybe selling some soybeans. So soybeans is being, you know, kind of driving itself higher. Canola's kind of moved, uh, you know, in, you know, uh, conjunction with soybeans. But I think that canola would also be uh, subject to, uh, you know, some concerns about how the rest of the harvest is going to go for canola and what kind of uh, amount of canola is going to be out there. And again, the estimates on production vary from, you know, down around 19 to over 20, 20 and a half. So, all of that has kind of uh, an impact on canola. And the final thing that I think is certainly worth noting is that, you know, everybody's probably seen the paperwork being circulated to get uh, the canola certified for a possible export to the European Union. The European Union uh, demand for canola is real. Uh, you know, it's just a matter of how much. If they take a million tons, that's probably not enough to compensate for what's what we might lose in China this year. But if they take, you know, 2 million, and I've heard numbers as high as 4 million, would be the actual, uh, you know, uh, supply hole that the European Union has to cure or they just can't use it. I mean, if we could export, you know, two and a half, three million tons of canola to the European Union, that would shape the year very differently than, you know, what it currently is constructed as. So the price outlook for canola? Well, in terms of the price, I mean, you know, again, we've been fighting to stay around 950 at best for uh, nearby delivery. We've seen, you know, definitely lower prices depending on your region, but... Uh, I think, you know, we should be, with this recent rally the last couple of days, we should be able to, you know, lock in some 950s, if not in this period, in a, in a slightly deferred period. And I would say that if we get a storyline about the European Union coming in and buying incrementally uh, more tonnage, you know, uh, it doesn't have to be the full 3 million, but if they bought, uh, you know, 2 million, that would be significant. We might see some energy in the prices and we might claw back to kind of, you know, above 950, but to sustain 10 will be relatively hard except for out in deferred position. Neil Townsend is a market analyst with FarmLink Marketing Solutions. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And brought to you by Hickseed in Mossbank. If you have the need for feed, call Hickseed. Grain prices were showing upward movement in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola rose $2.80 at $410.96. Oats gained $0.85 cents at $180.69. Number one red spring wheat increased $0.95 cents at $197.85. The rest were unchanged. Durham, $230.32. Feed barley, $157.63. Flax, $475.56. Yellow peas, 213.47. Feed wheat, 164.52.
On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, December wheat is up two and three quarter cents at 508 and a quarter cent a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. Heartland Livestock Market Report. Tony Peacock reporting from the Swift Current Yards. 82 cent average on the cows in the kill cow division this week. Top shiny cows at 88 to 94. Into the bull trade, the average $1.02. Trade up as high as $1.12. Some of the pre-sold calves for fall delivery. Six weight steers, 205 to 212. The five weight steers, 210 to 1475. Five weight heifers, a lot of them hugging in that buck 85. Four weights up to $2 a pound. That's the way it is in cattle country. Heartland Swift Corn. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 4,700 hogs Friday, selling in a range of 110 to 149 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,800 head, selling in a range of 112 to 148 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Saturday, September 14th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 135.15, Ham's Cash 149.68, Thunder Creek Brickle 160.96, and High Life 148.72 dollars per CKG. Ham's Cash Hog price today is up, and four contract prices are trading mixed this morning. On Friday, the Canadian dollar was down 29 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.3257. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 75.46 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets are mixed to start the week. Iowa, Southern Minnesota, Western Corn Belt regions are higher, while the national region continues the trend lower. Pork production remains on its seasonal trend upward, and with a slaughter level last week that was 12.4% higher than a year ago, more pork is inevitably coming. Moreover, the daily cutout price is currently at its lowest level compared to the weekly benchmark since data has been captured in a new way in 2013. Lean hog futures backed off the recent tack higher to start the week, but are making small gains back toward the higher Friday closing levels. Optimism that China will buy pork ahead of the Washington, D.C. trade meeting in part provided the rationale for the move higher last week. And the outlook today, mainly sunny skies, wind southeast 20, gusting to 40 kilometres an hour. The high today, 33, the low 14, some great combining weather. Tuesday, partly cloudy, wind northwest 30, the high 30 tomorrow, the low 10. In Regina, partly cloudy and 28, that's 82 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.